Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but let's give a shout out to our podcast partners, We Coach, the Florida Coaches Coalition, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. These are three great organizations you really need to be a part of. So check out We Coach, the Florida Coaches Coalition, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. And now please stick around for a quick message from our sponsors. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Typically, athletic directors only hear from the 2% who've got a complaint or even a concern, and we need to hear back from that 98% that really love and support our programs. It's a tremendously valuable tool to share with that squeaky wheel parent uh, or your boss or your school board. And Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack can provide you with that information. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student-athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all your teams, for all the events, or to display your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. They're going to help you recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Hometown has recently acquired Ticket Spigot, and together they're going to provide a stronger and even more comprehensive digital ticketing and event management solution for your school. But for right now, go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets for your athletic events, but also for things like uh, dances, for concerts, for your school plays, even graduation. And every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com right now and find out how to start selling tickets digitally. That's hometownticketing.com. We also want to thank our good friends at Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. And check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. Snap Manage can help you create an entire website. Snap Store allows you to order custom gear for everybody in your program. Snap Connect is their multilingual family engagement platform. And of course, Snap Raise is their fundraising platform. We've used Snap Raise with great success, and they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Does anybody else offer that? Go to snapraise.com and find out about the entire Snap platform. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards. You've heard me say that we've got a Sideline Interactive Score Table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies, 
It's tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. Their products not only generate income for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Huddle for their support. Go to huddle.com. Huddle is how the world sees sports. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an AD, I made sure our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the smart cameras, the mobile apps, and you will too. Huddle provides you and your teams, your coaches, with the tools to help every single one of their athletes improve, and they're going to provide a professional-grade solution to the challenges you ask them to deal with. At Huddle, we believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and find out how to turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Go to gipper.com, tell them you heard about it on our podcast, and use the podcast code ADPOD10 and get 10% off. That's gipper.com. Create custom-branded content for your school's social media channels. And we want to thank Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and they have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can help your coaches with things like communication and attendance. And for you as an athletic director, Final Forms will help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a really cool guest today, Chris Coughlin. Chris is the CEO of Glacier Clinics. If you're uh, a coach in the last, gosh, I'm going to say 40 years or more, uh, you're definitely familiar with Glacier Clinics. Um, Chris is going to tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, his background and, and Glacier and also a really neat new feature uh, that we're, I think, kind of unveiling today. But first of all, Chris Coughlin, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for having me. Well, again, uh, um, we're excited to have you on. And um, as we talked about, we always like to kick things off by letting our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us a little bit of that uh, background, where you were born, where you grew up, um, you know, sports, I'm sure. Maybe take us up through the college years and then we'll take our first break and then come back and hear more about your early career. But what's the Chris Coughlin origin story? Well, both sides of my family, my great-grandparents came from Europe, one from England, one from Ireland. And so my roots are in the New York City area in Boston. And I was born in New Jersey. But my family quickly made it via job changes for my father uh, to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, a town called Iron Mountain, actually Kingsford, Michigan. And so that's where I grew up, 
played sports, loved sports, academics, the whole thing, and ended up going to Michigan State and then bouncing around in a lot of sales jobs until I found myself suddenly in the football business. My sports career was pretty limited. I loved sports, but I just was not a very good athlete. So I was, um, you know, a sixth man on the basketball team. I played tennis. I played sports year round and they were my dream and just developed a lifelong passion for playing and watching sports. Yeah, it, it's so cool to hear, you know, people's background uh, and whether they go into coaching or, or something else is the impact that those sports experiences, you know, had on them and just, you know, uh, you know, devouring the sports pages as a kid at the breakfast table and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you recall um, an experience, uh, whether it was playing or maybe interaction with a coach or a teammate or something that um, has stayed with you in uh, your business practices today? Anything stick out for you as a, kind of a seminal moment? You know, hey, I, I want to do this uh, down the road. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think I really, like I said, I played every sports, but, and I'm going to date myself a little bit, but we would read the newspaper. We, uh, you know, we would save our allowance for baseball cards oh, yeah. and the piece of bubble gum in there. But it was when the Detroit Tigers won the 1968 World Series. And I was only five or six years old at the time, but um, that ignited the passion really and the understanding of sports for me. Yeah, that's odd that you had mentioned that. I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember that same World Series because our uh, our school teacher uh, was a big Detroit Tigers fan, and that was back during day games. And he had the transistor radio going in the classroom, and we were all listening <laughs> to the games as uh, elementary school uh, students. Uh, you know, exactly, very- <laughs> and and it. Uh... And we grew up in Packer territory at the same time, where where I grew up is in Michigan, but due north of Green Bay. And obviously the Packers were a pretty strong program in the late 60s as well. So uh, it was really those two things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a great time to be a Packers fan. Yeah. Um, let's go and transition. Um, you know, you're Michigan State, you know, now you're, you know, getting out, getting into the world. Talk a little bit about maybe some of those early jobs and and how those led to what you're currently doing uh, as the CEO of Glacier Clinics. I'm not sure there's a correlation other than I changed jobs a lot. I was in all these sales jobs, which I seem to have a gift for. But as soon as I started to like them or do well at them, I wouldn't like them anymore. And it took a long time for me to figure out what that was about. And the issue was I always had to be learning I always had to be able to put a creative bent on things and problem solving. So when something was new to me in sales and I was figuring it out, I was passionate about it. But as soon as it became routine and I knew exactly how to do it, I didn't want to do it anymore. But through a variety of circumstances, I ended up meeting a gentleman named Dick Rogers of Rogers Athletics. Right. You guys have probably seen their football sleds, dummies, goalposts and things on football fields. We met at a volleyball tournament. We were both playing and I ended up in a sales job for Rogers Athletics. And on the very first day, I got in a van and drove from Michigan to Nebraska to go to a football clinic, football coaching clinic. And that was where my love of coaching education started 
And it's also where I got a chance to not only be a salesperson, but I was quickly involved in the marketing and the pricing and the product development. And so I got a, because they were a small company, I got a broad range of experience and got to do a lot more problem solving um, and particularly in the marketing end of the business. So that's when my career really started to take off and I started to see some success. It was that that moment when I figured out of things that I liked, things that I was good at met um, economic need that, that it, and, and it all happened at Rogers Athletics. Yeah, as a longtime football coach, obviously very familiar with Rogers products. And uh, that, that's funny. I can still remember that first uh, coaching clinic that I went to as a very young coach uh, and, and was just, you know, amazed at, you know, the, the vendors and the coaches and the sessions and just all these people, you know, that had an obvious passion uh, for football. I thought I was the only one that felt that way about football. Uh, so very cool. I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. Same here. I had no idea that that even existed. I just thought coaches coached. I really had never given one bit of thought to how they learned or improved at their craft. Yeah. Very cool. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Chris Coughlin. He's the CEO of Glacier Clinics. We're going to hear a lot more about that when we come back. But let's go and take our first break. Uh, please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. You've heard me say before, we've got a Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table in our gym, and it's just great. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and the customer service is just outstanding. Once again, that's sidelineinteractive.com. Their products not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. We also want to say thank you to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets for all your events, not just athletics. They'll show you how to scan your attendees and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They'll also show you how to sell tickets for things like your school plays, uh, concerts, dances, even graduation. You'll find it all at hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Chris Coughlin, the CEO of Glacier Clinics. And we're going to hear about a really cool new addition to uh, Glacier Clinics. But first, uh, Chris, we always give our guests an opportunity to give a shout out to the mentors that they've had during their life. You know, none of us get to where we're at on our own. Uh, the expression I like to use is, I still hear those voices in my head, you know, whether it's, you know, my dad or a coach or a boss. So uh, do you have any voices that you still hear? Sure. And it's, you know, it's a lifetime of, of different people influencing me. You know, um, I'm a businessman as well as a coach, so that I have an enormous number of authors and entrepreneurs who are a little further down in the journey than I am. Uh, I love Patrick Lencioni. I love Jim Collins as authors. Uh, we've been 
deep into a, a, a way to run our business called Traction, which is a management system for small businesses that actually I think could work and have a, a sports application easily. And just how they manage their their operation, their goals, how they prioritize change and how they manage their people. In sports, truth is, um, I, I stopped my uh, sports career after high school and we did a lot of losing. My school, at least the sports I was in, had a tremendous amount of coaching turnover. I think I had three varsity basketball coaches. I think I had four tennis coaches. And I knew people who had great coaching and continuity. And I think that left a hole in me that I didn't really know existed until a little later in life, especially when I went to that first football coaching clinic. And I saw the dedication and passion of a lot of those coaches. And then working at Rogers all those years, I came to know hundreds and hundreds of really fine, dedicated football coaches. And that struck a chord in me that I wanted that for my kids and I wanted to provide that for others. So it's sort of a negative influence there from a coaching standpoint. I can't look back and say, I still hear that coach's voice. I barely remember their names. And, and that's sad, but it's motivating at the same time. Sometimes we're motivated through positive. Sometimes we're motivated through um, a little more negative experiences. And I would say that that's, that's part of what motivated me to dedicate my life to training coaches and being one. No, absolutely. And, and again, you and I talked about this, you know, I can look back at, you know, my, pretty much my high school career and, and, and most of the coaches, you know, I think they were great. I think they worked hard, uh, but there were a couple, I remember one was a veteran coach and one was a younger coach. I, I can remember thinking at the time, you know, why do you guys even coach? You don't seem to like it. But, uh, you know, as a 15, 16 year old, you, you're not really able to articulate that. But I remember kind of thinking it. Um, as you've gotten into, you know, the business world, obviously, you know, Glazier's been around for a long time. Um, any influences, uh, you know, maybe not mentors, but, you know, any names or faces stick out as, as someone who kind of helped you along the way? Yeah, there was a coach named Jim Raxilius, Coach Rex out of Wheaton High School, back when Wheaton in Illinois, when Wheaton had one high school. And he was one of the winningest coaches in Illinois history. And in my first few years, he just caught the vision of what I was trying to accomplish. I didn't start Glazier Clinics, by the way. I started something called Mega Clinics and then took over the Glazier Clinics from Frank Glazier's heirs, essentially. Right. But I had a different way of of looking at clinics and how we were going to do it and how we were going to train the coaches. And Coach Rex caught that vision almost right away. And he said, I want to help you with this. And since then, I've been shocked at the number of people who came alongside us, especially in those early years when I didn't have any money to pay. David Riley from New Jersey. I, I, I could name a ton, just coaches who really cared saw my vision and said, we got to get on board and make that happen because it's important, not only to coaches, but to kids. Yeah. Again, I just keep, as you were sharing, I was just going back in my own history as a coach and as an athletic director, you know, attending clinics and, you know, the, the relationships you build, the people you meet, adding to your network, you know, those are all things that we call best practices, you know, very cool. Um, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, you mentioned the mega clinics and the Frank Glazier clinics. Let's go and do a little bit of history, you know, take us back to, you know, 
you know, your venture of mega clinics and then how you kind of came to, um, yeah, I don't want to say take over, but, you know, uh, operate the Glacier clinics. Uh, can you share that little bit of history? Sure. Uh, as I said, my first day at Rogers Athletics, I went to a coaching clinic. And from that point over the next eight years, I don't know how many I went to, but we pretty much started doing clinics in December. We'd go down to that Florida um, high school football coaches clinic that used to be in Daytona for a long time, sometimes even Louisiana before that. And we would do clinics right till the end of April. We'd usually finish up with the Ohio State Clinic. Uh, that was the association and the college at the end of April and almost every weekend in between. So had a long time to think about clinics and a lot of times when people were in session to really observe how it was run. And I exhibited at a lot of Frank Laser clinics and many others. And my vision at first was, how can we make this better for me? How can we make this better for the, the, the vendors and the sponsors? Because everyone that runs a football clinic at that time was a coach first and didn't totally understand how to maximize the value for the what we call the, B, the B2B side, the business to business side. So I started my initial plan with, all right, what if, what if the coach isn't the end of the line here? What if it's the sponsor and the vendor? What does that look like? Well, it means a lot of coaches, right? Because they need volume. They need communication channels. So it ultimately allowed me to build clinics where we were giving the coaches more than they paid for so that we would get more of them. So then I could essentially monetize that by selling more booth space and more sponsorship. I thought, so I, I knew Frank, I knew all the clinic people and they would get 80 or 90% of their revenue from the coaches and then some from the booth space. And I decided to flip that model on its head. And my first clinic, I did free. Now, that didn't work out financially, but it did draw about 1,200 coaches in an ice storm in Atlantic City, the first mega clinic. And eventually, we settled on a model where we get about half of our money from the coaches and half from the vendors. But we spend about 90% of our money on the coaches and 10% on the vendors. So it's allowed us to actually, it's one of the few places in life you get more than you're paying for. We could never afford to do our clinics and our digital products for the price we did without the support of all those vendors. Yeah. I, again, you know, you hear some coaches, they talk about, you know, that vendor side cynically, but uh, it, it's what makes the clinic possible. And, you know, those vendors, you know, they're, uh, they're not going to be at that clinic if they're not selling uh, or offering a, a great product for the coaches uh, because they're not going to be invited back. So, uh, well, co correct. And obviously, as a vendor, I didn't start coaching football till about 10 years into Glacier. So I was still focused on those vendors. But, you know, I look right behind you at those logos. We were with Huddle from the very beginning when it was one or two people and we were helping them launch through our clinics. We were with Snap the same way and still are. And those are all good friends of mine, and we've helped them serve coaches for their entire career. And I think they would concur that our model and the way we did things was crucial to their success. And I think everyone would agree that what they brought to the marketplace is crucial to their success as well as coaches. So it's a virtuous circle. No, absolutely. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but you know, when we started this podcast, it was kind of partially for and through our state association, the FIAAA, and we 
didn't have any sponsors. Uh, we weren't looking for them. We were just trying to, you know, tell the stories of our Florida ADs and our association uh, corporate sponsorship director asked if, you know, hey, we have sponsors for our state association. Can you give them a shout out on the podcast? I go, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes nothing. And then when I retired uh, as an AD, which means I, I rolled off the board, um, I had these sponsors reach out to me uh, and say, hey, we like what you're doing. Uh, you know, can we be involved? And so we have eight sponsors. Every single one of them I used as a football coach or as an athletic director. I feel very, very good about sharing, uh, you know, their products, uh, you know, with our listeners. So, uh, again, it's 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 fun for me to do. And, yeah, it is very much a, a connection. Um, and yeah, you know, the podcast might the podcast might not make it without them. Right. You. Oh, I, I think the podcast could survive. There's not a tremendous amount of expense. But I, I, I tell this, you know, we have sponsorships. So obviously they're they're paying me a, a small fee to be on. But since I'm retired, I'm not bringing in that big uh, million dollar salary as a high school athletic director like <laughs> I used to. And so the sponsorships, they help pay for my costs to, you know, go to the national conference and, and things like that. Uh, sure. So uh, again, nobody's getting rich off this, but uh, I do appreciate very much the sponsor support, just like you guys do. Yeah. It uh, allows us to give the coaches way more than we otherwise could afford at scale. Ex exactly. We're sharing in, in both uh, venues, clinics and podcasts. We're sharing best practices. I love it. Um, our guest today is Chris Coughlin. He is the CEO of Glazier Clinics, and we're going to hear a little bit more about Glazier. And I've been teasing you a little bit, their new program, which uh, we're kind of unveiling today. At least we're unveiling it for me. So uh, we're going to take another break. So uh, please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Snap Mobile for their support of the podcast. Go to snapraise.com, that's snapraise.com, and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an AD or coach do your job better. You've got Snap Connect, which is their multilingual family engagement platform. Snap Manage will help you design an entire website. Snap Store, you can order custom gear for everybody in your program. And of course, Snap raises their fundraising platform. We've used it with great success, and you can too. They've actually helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. And they even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Does anyone else offer that? I don't think so. Go to snapraise.com and check out the entire suite. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school's record boards for all your teams for all the events or to display your school's hall of fame go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles uh, they're going to help you demonstrate the athletic achievements of your student athletes and recognize their contributions to your school both past and present go to vitalsignswalloffame.com for more information that's vitalsignswalloffame.com. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Chris Coughlin, the CEO of Glazier Clinics. Chris, uh, as a longtime football coach, uh, you know, I had the privilege of attending, you know, multiple uh, Glacier Clinics over the years, um, you know, always great. Um, for somebody who might not um, had an opportunity to attend one, um, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, the what's involved, maybe the scope, you know, how they can uh, find one near them. And then I definitely want to give you a chance to talk about your new program. Sure. Sure. So Glazier Clinics, we've been, well, Frank Glazier started almost 45 years ago. I've had it for about 20 years after starting Mega Clinics, but we try to be just absolutely laser focused on educating coaches. It's different than most clinics, and this may be good or bad to your listeners, but we don't have any meal functions. We don't give away hats and shirts. We don't even give them a pen. We really don't. If we have an extra hour in the day or nickel in the budget, we add another session and another topic so that there's just better educational opportunities. So a typical clinic will have between six and 10 concurrent sessions all the time from the beginning of the clinic Friday afternoon through Sunday morning so that there's always something of value to who's ever at the clinic. If I'm a D-line coach in the 4-3, I can find something that's valuable to me uh, every hour that I'm there. That's number one. Number two, I think... We brought this innovation. We allow coaches to sign up for one price, $450. Their entire school, unlimited coaches, including their JV, if they have a freshman program, if they have a feeder school, if they even have youth coaches that are sort of part of their network or their town or their sphere of influence, they can put them all on that one pass. So we have people who put on 25, 35, 50 coaches onto that one season pass. And with that, they can attend as many clinics as they want, and they can have the full range of our digital assets, which are extensive, and I'll mention that in a minute. But you know, if you're in northern Indiana, you're within driving distance of Grand Rapids, Detroit, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, two clinics in Chicago, and maybe your mother lives in Seattle and you want to get back to see her and catch the part of the Seattle clinic. So what that essentially does is it brings such value to the coaching staffs and they don't feel compelled to have to be there for the full two and a half days. Now, many are, but if you're in, I, I don't know why I'm using Northern Indiana, probably because I was on the phone with Brian Williams this morning, but you might have your defensive guys wanting to hear some speakers over in Detroit, or you personally might just want to go Saturday morning to Grand Rapids, but you can't make anything else because of your daughter's volleyball schedule. But we make sure you have so many options, and I think that's a key. Second, we have everyone that comes to the clinic also gets Glazier Drive. Glazier Drive has over a thousand coaching videos, including almost 50 complete systems. And when I say a complete system, I mean a coach's entire offensive package, drills, um, game planning against different schemes, situational things. The systems tend to be 20 or 30 videos surrounding one particular offense or defense. And we have an enormous amount of those so that a beginning coach can really study. Let's let's just say that you're uh, uh, going to take a job and you're a new coach and you're going to go into a spread team. Well, you can watch more spread offense videos and systems than you would ever know what to do with on Glazier Drive. And again, everybody gets that as part of that same pass. There's youth coaching content in there. There's 
what we call youth coach in a box content, where if you're the dad that just got the fifth grade team because nobody else will do it, we give you a quick summary of coaching principles, dealing with parent principles, an easy offense, an easy de defense, and then even practice plans surrounding that. So that with just a few hours of training, you can you can advance your knowledge and be competent the moment you take the field rather than learning on the kids, which is, I think, what a lot of those situations end up being. Yeah, and again, uh, having been in this uh, profession as a coach, as an AD for a, a very long time, those situations uh, do come up. Um, I, I, fortunately I was a football coach and, uh, my son was, when he got involved with pop Warner, you know, the coach left or something. So guess who they asked, you know, they asked, you know, the dad to coach, I just happened to, you know, know a little bit about football. So uh, hmm. what, what a great resource though. Um, uh, and again, if let's go and do this now, um, and we'll do it again at the end of the podcast uh, for obvious reasons. But if, if one of our listeners wants to find out more about Glacier clinics uh, or even Glacier drive, how do they do that? Where do they go? Just go online and Google glazierclinics.com. In theory, if you even put football coaching clinics.com anywhere in the country, we should be the top person that shows up, but we're very easy to find. So again, you know, the, the Glacier model, um, multiple clinic sites, um, you know, uh, multiple presenters on a variety of topics and the, the one fee for the entire program, varsity, JV, junior high, youth, et cetera. Um, that in itself is pretty darn impressive, but you're also rolling out a new program called Glacier Academies. Go ahead and share with our listeners what Glacier Academies involves. I have to go back in time a little bit telling you, I, I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I had a lot of coaching turnover when I was in high school. And then I had three kids who were in sports year round and we weren't specialists. We went sport to sport. I believed in multi-sports. And so we had an enormous variety of coaches from four and five years old, right up through varsity sports. At the same time, where I walk every day is around this big park. It's one of those parks where lots of teams practice. And you might see uh, baseball, soccer. You might even see a little lacrosse in this park. So I had enormous opportunities to watch coaching and practice. And truth is, after being uh, doing what I do and really coming to know and study football coaching for so long, I was perpetually frustrated. Because coaches would go out there, good-hearted coaches, smart people, people who played, but they didn't know a lot of the basic uh, elements of coaching. Like, how do you run a practice? I can't tell you how many times I'd walk by this little baseball field and there would be 15 seven-year-olds lined up behind the pitcher's mound with the coach hitting a ground ball to one at a time and stopping practice to coach that one kid while the 15 stood behind there, you know, giggling or picking grass or whatever, whatever seven-year-olds do. And I just wanted to go out there and say, hey, coach, just have them throw ground balls to each other so they can all field, you know, 200 ground balls rather than five in this hour-long practice. Because we know kids learn by doing, right? And as football coaches, we know you have stations and you have drills and you keep things moving. And 
talking to the kids only gets you so far. You learn by doing. And just that one little basic principle, I think, could change youth sports and almost any youth sports organization if they just gave their coaches that little practice tip. But then there's 10 more. There's what do you do in that opening meeting with the parents and the kids? How do you capture their attention and set a positive expectation and not lose those parents and have them grumbling before you're even out of your first meeting, right? Because we know, I know if you ask most coaches, the the their most challenging aspect of coaching tends to be parents. And so how do you manage that and create a positive expectation there? Boy, when I was first coaching, to have known that could have saved me and the kids a lot of grief, and I could have been a lot more effective for the kids. So it's been about five years we've been dabbling in it, but we finally did it, and we started Glazier Academies. And within it, there's Head Coach Academy and Assistant Coach Academy, and it's for all sports. It's not football-specific at all. It's for any coach. And it's all of what we call the soft skills of coaching, all those things that trip coaches up all the time that there's actually very little training for. And I talked to hundreds of athletic directors and coaches about the need, and they all agreed that usually when, when they hire at the high school level, let alone youth, but at the high school level, the coach often knows some things about the sports, although you'll hear ADs say they're having to hire younger and younger coaches with less experience, especially in the secondary sports, because of low pay and some of the parent issues and the stresses. But they don't know those soft skills. They don't know maybe how to do a great practice or how to coach positively with kids or get the parents on your side or any number of things. And so we just decided we were gonna take that on. And it's a product that we're selling, yes, because I actually believe if it's free, you'll end up with, it, it won't be valued as much, but we're giving it away to all of our Glacier season pass holders. So, and for the entire school, by the way. So we do business with about 6,000 high schools a year at our clinics. And we're just saying, if your school wants Glacier Academies for every coach in the building, you can have it. But at the same time, we'd like to offer your listeners the, the, the same thing. If they send us an email or reach out to us or um, anything they want, we will just give this away to entire schools or entire sports organizations for free because we think it's so important for the sanity and effectiveness of the coach which relates to the impact we get to have on kids in the next generation at the same time. Wow. Um, I, I want to get this, this straight. Uh, Cause I've been um, on the site. Uh, you know, I've looked at the menu, everything that's involved with the Glacier Academies. So for our listeners right now, they just have to shoot you an email mention, Hey, I heard about this on the podcast and you're going to give them access to the Glacier Academies for their school, for their staff, for the entire year. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I think it goes till December 1st. Our, mm -hmm. our years, because our clinics are in the winter, are December 1. But anyway, yes, essentially the entire year. Wow, that's incredible. Um, we'll do this again, but uh, again, what's the, the easiest way to get to the Glacier website? So they can see what they're getting and then obviously take advantage of it. Yeah, you can Google Glazier Academies. You can find it through Glazier Clinics, or you can email Brian Williams in my office. He's the easiest name to spell. It's just bwilliams at glazierclinics.com and just ask for it. And we will we will just get it taken care of. 
All right. Uh, again, we're going to hear some more about this, but let's go and take another break. Let uh, our listeners catch their breath about that great value. Uh, our guest today is Chris Coughlin, the CEO of Glacier uh, Clinics, and uh, just made a great offer to y'all. You know, maybe um, you know, check it out at the end of the show. You will not be disappointed. Let's go and take that break, and we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support of the podcast. Go to Huddle.com. Huddle is how the world sees sports. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps, and all the tools that go with becoming a Huddle school. And Huddle is going to provide you with the tools that your teams, your coaches, and your athletes need to play at their highest level. Go to huddle.com and you're going to find a professional grade solution for the challenges that you and your coaches face. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and find out how to turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors and coaches are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy. Even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com, use our podcast code ADPOD10, and get 10% off. Start creating custom-branded content for your school's social media channel. That's Gipper.com. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Chris Coughlin, the CEO of Glacier Clinics. Chris, um, you know, as someone who really believes in in coach education and professional development, uh, when I first heard about, you know, the Glacier Academies, I, I went online, I, I looked at it, and truly I, I was blown away with how comprehensive and the depth that's involved. So from your perspective, uh, where would be a good place for you know that first time user uh who signed up and again listeners this is free um where would you suggest they start you know it is comprehensive in the head coach academy um section there's about 10 and a half hours of content and i mean it's it's everything first principles are you ready first steps planning an organization practicing game planning leadership hiring and firing assistant coaches and on and on and on. Right. So we have actually had some feedback that, okay, I don't have 10 and a half hours. Where am I going to spend 90 minutes and really make an impact and, and just know all those topics are broken down. So you can sort of identify your own pain points and dive in there. But at the same time, we're working on fast tracks where we're taking highlights from each of those sections, sort of a, um, a cliff notes say of the 10 and a half hours to get it down to about an hour and 15 minutes of here are things every coach should know and cover a broad range of topics. Now that said, I truly believe, and I know this from surveys and, and hundreds, if not thousands of conversations, there's no easy way to say it. It's, it's the parents that cause gray hair. I think I would have black hair if it wasn't, for some of the parent issues and and my ignorance on how to how to um, deal with and manage those parents 
And I and those parents, they're doing what parents do. They're they're advocating for their child. They're doing a lot of things. And for example, a parent may think it's a great idea to go talk to the coach about their son or daughter's playing time. Where in my mind, by not coaching their son or daughter to do it, they're cheating that son or daughter out of a lot of the benefits that sports offers. How do you handle those things yourself? And how do you have difficult conversations? How do you receive feedback? How do you change your behavior? How do you learn? And there's a ton of different ways of making that parent relationship better and the outcome for the student athlete better and the outcome for the coaches. And as a side note, referees better. Like you have to tell the parents not to yell at the referees because you think that would be obvious, but we all know it's not. And we have to know that that's just not a value in our in our program or in our culture. So I think starting on that parents content and giving coaches, especially new coaches, real practical, straightforward plans and ideas on how to stop the problems before they happen and how to deal with them when they do is probably among the most important things in there. Just because I know of the pain and I know tons of coaches don't coach because of that issue. Right. You really, you touched on such a key point is, you know, getting this information out to, you know, the, the new coaches, the younger coaches um, to help make sure they're not just one year coaches or two year coaches that they survive those challenging years and go from surviving to thriving and become those veteran coaches that can really have a positive impact on kids down the road. Um, very much fits into the the toolbox uh, frame of mind. So uh, absolutely. And again, listeners, um, go to Glazier Clinics and look for Glazier Academies. Uh, Chris and, and Glazier are offering this program and all the information in it completely free to listeners of the podcast. You just shoot them an email, tell them you heard about it, and they're going to give you access to these academies uh, for their full year, which will take you through to uh, the 1st of December of 2023. Uh, we're going to take another quick break, but we're going to come back with some more. Again, that's Glacier Academies. Check it out. And uh, we're going to hear more from our guest, Chris Coughlin, the CEO for Glacier. Please stay with us. I hope they can hear my passion. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in forms and registration. They're the official registration platform for the FIAAA's annual conference, but there's so much more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like reminders about policies and physicals and all the forms that come when you have an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like attendance and communication and for athletic directors, Final Forms can help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. Chris, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you have seen in your career as a coach, as, as a leader, as a director of a national program? What are some things that you would consider to be best practices 
from a leadership perspective? Well, so there's a few things that come to mind right away. And one thing that our football program did, and I think some of the other programs in our school, was they would send, like we would send our quarterbacks down to the junior high games to actually call the plays and sometimes run practices with those kids. That does a, that does a variety of things, right? It's great for the quarterback or the other athletes we send down because they're giving something back. And we all know that by teaching something, you learn it better yourself. But at the same time, those are kids that are just that that next few years up for those junior high athletes, and they give those junior high athletes someone to aspire to. And we want them to behave a certain way. Um, anyway, I think, I think the point's made. I think sending your varsity athletes down to actually coach and intermix with the kids further down the, the, the food chain, so to speak, is a great practice. And I think it benefits everybody. Second, I, I stole this one from uh, Coach Kerry Combs a long time ago. Kerry's been at Ohio State and in the National Football League. But when I met him, he was a high school coach outside of Cincinnati. And they would have junior high and elementary night at their stadium every year. And they would let all of those kids in for free. And they would promote it through their elementary schools and their feeder junior high schools. And they would get a ton. Oh, and they give them, by the way, a free hot dog and a soda or a snack or whatever. They'd give them concessions. And I thought, well, that's pretty good. But I know your program has a lot of money. How can everyone else afford to give away 500 hot dogs and all that? And he immediately said, I know what you're thinking. You can't afford this. And he said, but you can't afford not to because you got to understand every one of those kids comes with one or two parents who buy a ticket to the game and pay for everything. But you build such enthusiasm for your programs. And then you honor those kids out on the football field during halftime. And now you've got fans for life and kids that are associated with your program. So I thought that was a pretty good idea. And they, they would have record attendance. They would have record receipts in the concession stand. And he said, we never lost on those nights when we had all those extra enthusiastic fans there. So for what it's worth, I always thought that was a great idea. And third, I think, I, th I imagine people do this. I haven't seen it, but I've always felt like it should be done. I think athletic directors and coaches could be more intentional about building into that next generation of coaches within their program and within their school. They could do some coaching things that involve the athletes, but especially all the young assistant coaches. You know, if if I'm running a business and I've got, you know, those young people working it, I'm thinking, how am I going to develop their career? How am I going to help them be all they can be, whether they're with me or not, but especially if they're with me. And I think we could do a lot better job top to bottom of taking all of those first and second year teachers who take coaching jobs and building into them so that we have a better pool of potential head coaches down the road. Well, great, great ideas. Uh, you probably saw me scribbling down notes and I don't even coach anymore, but uh, I'm always looking for great ideas because uh, I do speak with uh, high schools a lot. Uh, love the idea. And again, they were all good, but uh, you know, sending the quarterbacks down to the junior high games, we would send even our coaches down too, uh, just to build that connection, to create a familiar face and uh, build that brand loyalty. You know, boy, I can't wait till I get to the high school level. Great stuff. Yes. 
Chris, this has been really cool. Uh, getting to spend a little bit of time with you and certainly finding out about the uh, Glacier Academy's uh, free program, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox, and you certainly know your way around the world of athletics. We're going to take our final break and hear from Athletic Surveys, who sponsor the toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Chris Coughlin is going to put into his new athletic director toolbox. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Athletic Surveys for their support of the podcast and for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data about your athletic director or about your athletic program. Uh, athletic directors typically only hear from that 2%, that uh, disgruntled student athlete or the squeaky wheel parent. And yes, you do need to hear from them, but you should also hear from the 98% of student athletes and families that love your program. And Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack will collect that data and get it back to you. It's a tremendously valuable tool when you're talking with that squeaky wheel parent or your boss or the school board to show that, hey, people really do love and support our programs. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com for more information. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or especially your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting with Chris Coughlin, the CEO of Glacier Clinics, also has made a tremendous uh, offer to all of our listeners, uh, free access to the Glacier Academies program. Go to the Glacier website, shoot them an email, tell them you heard about them on the podcast, and you'll have free access to all the materials in the Glacier Academies. But uh, Chris, uh, it's time for you to contribute to our athletic director's toolbox. Uh, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics, but right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in the toolbox. What three items are going to go into Chris Coughlin's athletic director toolbox? Well, you know, as we know, if you're a hammer, everything's a nail, right? So everything I'm going to talk about is going to have to do with coaching. I'm a believer that Sports is one of the few potentially positive cultural um, impacts on young people today, but it has to be sports done right. And I believe that the coach is the tip of the spear on that. And the coach can have such influence, positive or negative, and can turn lives around at a pace that maybe nobody else can in our, in our current culture and communities. So it's all about de developing coaches for me. And so there's things that maybe would make a coach's life easier. I remember I took over a junior high basketball team and we had to practice at 6.30 in the morning. You know, I couldn't even figure out on the first day how to turn the lights on. The, the, I couldn't find the janitor. I couldn't get it done. And so we did our first practice with the emergency lights. So I think a coach's starter kit, um, just simple things that are school specific and, and every school has them. It could be, how do you get a bus? 
What do you do in this situation? What do you do in that situation? But I think a simple coach's starter kit would be great for, for, for any coach walking into your building. That's number one. Number two, I, I'm, I'm pro coaching clinic and coaching education, not only from a, hey, learn more about the X's and O's and culture building and soft skills, but also from a networking standpoint. I think helping your coaches network is among the most important things you can do because we know, you know, you lose the tough game. You got parents coming down on you. You make a terrible decision, which all coaches do. Where do you go with that? And you better have a network of other coaches and like-minded people who can help you process through that and help you process the ups and more importantly, process the downs in your life. So it's, People ask me all the time, hey, you got all these digital teaching tools. Do you think they'll replace clinics? And my answer is my life would be a lot easier if they did. Clinics are hard to organize and run, but I sure hope not because that networking and the personal relationship aspect of thing is part of what makes coaches great, maintains their sanity, and builds them lifelong relationships. We hear it constantly that people's best friends oftentimes come from our clinics. And it doesn't have to be our clinics, by the way. It's any clinic where you're sending a coach out with their peers to a learn, but, but don't discount the networking part. It's critically important to everybody's success. And then finally, you know, I, I like our products, but this Glacier Academies thing we're doing head coach Academy, assistant coach Academy, and maybe later on, I'll tell you, we've got other academies planned, but this has been a labor of love for us, and we are passionate about it. And one of our presenters who's been speaking at our football clinics for many, many years said, Chris, this is the most important thing you've ever done. And that's why we're just trying to make it accessible to our customers, your customers. And you know what? Anyone who asked, if they said they can't afford it, we would just give it to them because we feel like it's so important to teach coaches the soft skills, particularly how to run great practices, how to positively impact kids and how to deal with parents. If we can just make a dent in that, I'm 60 years old, turned 60 in December. And, you know, I hope to do this another 10 years or so. If I can make a dent in those three areas across multiple sports and in thousands of schools across the country, it'll be a great, it'll be a great eighth and ninth inning for my career. I'll tell you that. Well, uh, again, just, I, I love the tools, love the part about education. Uh, and again, for our listeners, um, the offer that, uh, Chris and Glazier are making is just fantastic. Um, go to Glazier Clinics, Glazier Academies, shoot them an email, tell them you heard about it on the podcast, and you're going to get free access. That's free access to all the materials in the Glazier Academies program. Uh, you're not going to find a better deal than that. Chris, I'm also going to put you on the spot. If one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain in particular, is there an email that they can uh, get a hold of you? Yeah, it's ccoughlin at glazierclinics.com or easier, just go to the um, the contact us on the Glazier websites and just say, hey, heard Chris on the podcast. I really need to talk to him. And I get emails like that all the time. People want to talk about this and that. And I'm I'm easy to find. Okay. And um, for our listeners. And I'm, and I'm at an inordinate number of clinics, by the way. But <laughs> 
Well, that's going to be my next question. Um, for our listeners, we're recording this um, in a very timely manner, January 23rd. So you're hearing it just a couple of days after we've recorded it. Um, where's the, the next couple of clinics uh, going to be? You got your calendar in front of you? I don't, but I can tell you we run virtually all of our clinics from the first weekend in February until the second weekend in March. So we'll have five, six, seven on a weekend. So the the first set, I think we're in Kansas City, Chicago, Baltimore, Las Vegas. Um, I feel like somewhere else, like on February 5th and 6th, whatever that weekend is. And then we just go. We have we have a six week season that is unbelievable. Well, again, as a coach, as an AD, as a leader, check out the Glacier Clinics, Glacier Academies, and, you know, help your coaches out, you know, for that um, coach's pass for your entire program or for Glacier Academies, uh, same thing. Check it out. You're not going to find a better deal on the Internet today. So, Chris Coughlin, thanks so much for sharing today, and thanks for all you do for coaches and ADs. Uh, you're welcome, and thank you. Thanks for having me. and. I, I appreciate your passion as well. I mean, um, dedicating your retirement years to this is a great calling. And we're thankful <laughs> that people like you feel that way. Oh, gosh, uh, you're too kind uh, It as, as you. You know, we love what we do, so it's not work. Um, for our listeners, uh, we do this um, just about every day with new content. We also upload our Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast. Before we go, uh, we just want to remind you one more time. Uh, that's Glacier Clinics, Glacier Academies. Check them out. Uh, we do want to give our partners a shout out. Uh, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. We appreciate you listening. Come back again next time uh, for the Educational AD Podcast.